You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. The former public protector, Busasiyam Kobani, will leave the office without her pension benefits. Now, this is the implication of her being impeached by Parliament. The National Assembly yesterday voted in favour of Mkwambani being removed from office based on the report of the Section 194 committee that upheld the charges of misconduct and incompetence. Mkwambani has been suspended pending the Section 194 inquiry for over a year. The Democratic Alliance Member of Parliament, uh, Dr Mimi Gondwe, joined us on the line, uh, who served on the Section 194 committee and the Ethics Committee. A very good morning to you, Doctor, and welcome. Good morning, Elvis, and good morning to your listeners. Thank you so much for having me on SAFM. Now, for the last seven years, the Democratic Alliance held firm in your conviction that Advocate Mkwabani was not a suitable individual to occupy the office of the public protector. Do you now feel vindicated, given yesterday's overwhelming vote? Definitely, Elvis. We feel vindicated, vindicated, vindicated. Elvis, you know that when she was appointed... In 2016, we were the only party that had, you know, serious concerns about her fit and properness um, to hold this very, um, you know, esteemed and respected office um, in, in the country. And, um, you know, our concerns at the time, and and you know, we were really vindicated by the, you know, the findings of the committee. Our concerns at the time were largely that, um, you know, she still maintained links with the SSA. And that was proved during the course of inquiry when evidence was laid that showed that, for example, um, when she um, appointed the security manager for the Office of the Public Protector, um, um, the gentleman in, in question um, actually, um, you know, came from the SSA and... Um, you know, we had uh, someone from the SSA actually even call this gentleman to say that um, he wasn't doing his job properly. Um, and there were members of, of, of the SSA on the panel that appointed this gentleman. And, of course, you know, evidence around um, how the SSA, um, you know, um, advised her and gave her input on the remedial action in the Reserve Bank Lifeboat um, report. Um, that, uh, you know, she produced um, after she investigated the matter. And so there are, you know, um, these recurring links that she has with the SSA, so much so that we were convinced that, um, you know, um, the SSA had a footprint in that office. In other words, they were heavily involved in the operations and, and um, of the Office of Public Protector, an institution that's meant to be independent, impartial, and really to serve the interests of South Africa at large and not the interest of a particular um, mm. grouping. Now, the UDM leader, Banto Lomisa, indicated that Mkwabani committed the sin of doing her job too thoroughly. My question is, was Advocate Mkwabani being purposely targeted for calling the Reserve Bank to be nationalized and for attempts to investigate the president over the Palapala saga? And was her removal perhaps politically driven? No, her removal was not politically driven. And that's why, um, you know, the committee moved from the premise that we were not a court of law. What we were there to do was to um, embark on a fact-finding exercise 
um, where we would determine the veracity or the credence um, of, of, of the charges that were contained in the substantive motion that actually, um, you know, initiated and birthed this whole inquiry. Um, and really, it's unfortunate that, you know, politics um, has been, um, you know, drawn into this whole issue when it's all about trying to hold a head of a Chapter 9 institution accountable and for the rule of law to come out on top. Um, so it's, it's really unfortunate that we have uh, parties that uh, saw this as, uh, you know, being driven by political machinations and, and, and other things, but it was not. It was simply Parliament and, and the Committee of Parliament trying to do what it's empowered to do in terms of Section 194 of the Constitution, and that's to hold the head of a Chapter 9 institution accountable. Mm -hmm. We had to hold Advocate Mkobani accountable mm -hmm. because there were these charges in the motion, the substantive motion that was uh, brought, and, and I'm glad we did because Elvis, um, in the course of our inquiry, we unearthed even more stuff around um, some of the stuff that she did, and that really brought this um, office into disrepute and denigrated its status and its stature. Mm -hmm. And it was no longer now serving the people of South Africa and, and, and their interests, but it was serving some narrow interests um, that we're not entirely sure <laughs> were driven by what. But definitely she was not serving the interests of the people. She was not serving the interests of the office that she was holding. Yeah. Um, you know, people are depending on offices, such as the Office of the Public Protector, to keep government in check. But instead, what was happening was far from that. I mean, the way that manner in which reports were being, um, investigations rather, were being conducted. They were not conducted in a special manner. Um, evidence was used on a selective basis. I mean, we also heard how she used external consultants like the likes of Mr. Paul Ngobeni, who um, is a well-known, um, you know, fugitive from U.S. justice and who's not even, um, you know, allowed to practice law in South Africa. She used this gentleman to um, draft legal opinions and write articles in defense of, of, of what she was doing and attacking the judiciary. Um, and and mm. she also used um, uh, the likes of Tim Heller, Professor Sote, um, of strategic communications that we're not entirely sure uh, you know what what they were doing because yes. if she really wanted, um, you know, um, the communication strategy, strategy, it could have been um, drawn up by you know her communications department. She had yeah. a, a communications department at the time. I believe that was staffed by four or five people. So why didn't she? So yeah. um, it is all these things. And again, I want to reiterate the role that the SSA played. We had someone from the SSA being seconded, um, you know, to act as CFO um, in the mm. office of the protector. Um, and, and I want to reiterate this as well. We had a Dr. Moody of the SSA actually um, inputting the legal action in the in the um, Reserve Bank Life Book um, report. Yes. Um, legal action that sought to alter um, the, the mandate of the Reserve Bank. And mm -hmm. the evidence was led to show that she took the wording that he proposed, verbatim, word for word, and put it in that report. Yes. The consequences of that report, Elvis, 
dire for our economy. In fact, they're almost tanking our economy. Yeah. Now, the EFF and the ATM says that the decision to remove the public protector will not go unchallenged. How prepared is the Section 194 Committee for any legal challenge, and do you think that it will that your comprehensive report can withstand the test by the courts of scrutiny? I, I am confident that our comprehensive report, which is 400 pages in length, um, which involved um, you know evidence from witnesses, um, over 20 witnesses, which um, you know um, involved a lot of documentary evidence that was um, you know uh, brought before the committee, and laid before the committee, which by the evidence leaders, I am confident that our report will stand judicial matter, and I'm confident that the work that we did. Um, will be remembered in history. I mean, what happened uh, yesterday was seminal and foundational in nature. Um, we had never in the history of our country, um, you know, convened a sitting of parliament, um, you know, in, in the hopes of holding a, a head of a Chapter 9 institution accountable. And so I'm confident that what we did yesterday was correct. What we did um, really yeah. instilled um, confidence in people and mm-hmm. our ability as Parliament to hold public office bearers accountable. Yeah. Now, the ad hoc committee has nominated Unkwebani's deputy, Koleka Kaleka, as the new public protector, but she's already facing one court challenge to her findings. The ATM has filed for legal review of her report absolving the President Silva Maposa of wrongdoing in the Palapala scandal. Talking about uh, Kaleka, uh, do you think if she's appointed that she will be apolitical if appointed to that position? And what lessons can she take and draw from the impeachment of uh, Mkwabani? Um, Elvis, you know that I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I've also had the privilege of sitting on this ad hoc committee as well. And we've had reservations um, right from the beginning, um, you know, around there were already murmurings about her being the preferred candidate um, for, for, for this particular post. Um we, we've had reservations around uh, around her and 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 her ability to actually even hold this office. Um, and I, for one, one of the reservations I heard was that the fact that um, she deputized Mukhamani um, when all of this was happening. And as a deputy, I feel she she should have uh, played a more prominent role in ensuring that um, some of the things that took place in the office of public protector didn't take place. I understand that. And, you know, um, she's delegated power and authority by, uh, you know, by the public protector. But I feel she should have played a more political role, you know, and more pronounced role in ensuring that all of this. I mean, we even had allegations of staff members being victimized and harassed um, by Edward Mokobani and, 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 and other senior officials in, at the Office of the Public Protector. And so I'm worried um, in that sense that, you know, the very same person that deputized Edward Mokobani now is being considered for this post. Um, and also I'm worried about, um, you know, the fact that she, she um, we're not convinced with the VA that um, the report that she produced on, on, on the Parapara matter really, um, you know, um, did justice to what was an issue in, in, in that particular matter. So um, I'm, I'm, I think my, my message to her will be, will be um, she should ensure that she, 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 you know, she, she restores the, the integrity of that office, um, the reputation mm-hmm. of that office. Um, 
because failing which we will then hold her accountable. Yes. Dr. Gondwe, I thank you so much for your time. That was Dr. Mimi Gondwe, Democratic Alliance Member of Parliament who served on the Section 194 Committee and the Ethics Committee. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.